were one of the first people charged with telling the world the Messiah had come. You see, God didn't think about who and what. The only thing he saw was that they were his children and that the Christ, the Messiah, had come for them just as he had ever wanted. So whatever's in our life, let us remember the lesson of the third candle. That it's not about what we see ourselves or what the world may see, but it's about what God sees. And so at this time, the Lieutenant is going to come with our morning message. Yeah. 
Okay? And so at this point, you gotta remember, John is Mary, I mean Elizabeth is pregnant with John, who's John the Baptist, who's gonna prepare the way. Mary just found out that she's pregnant with Jesus the Messiah. So Jesus and John are cousins. Well, God had favor on both of these women. Why would God do this? Why would God give favor on people who maybe seems like they didn't deserve it, right? Why did he choose Mary, a young teen girl to, who wasn't even married, to have the Savior of the world? And you think about teen pregnancy being bad these days, back then it could have been punishable by death. And her fiance, Joseph, well, he should have split along, you know, as soon as he found out, he would have left because that would have been shame to his family. Because really, come on, Mary. Oh, yeah, you got pregnant, and an angel just came and told you, right? Well, what about Elizabeth? She had favor, too. She was an older woman. Why would he choose this old, barren woman that was getting up in age to be the mother of the one who would prepare the way? So I want you to think about those things as we talk about Mary and Elizabeth this morning. Now, um, what is favor when you think about, you know, what is God's favor on us? You know, um, sometimes we think about God's favor is, I got to Walmart and I got a parking spot at the front, right? All right, thank you, Jesus, you know? <laughs> or, you know, I'm walking down the street and I found a $5 bill, you know, or, you know. Or <laughs> blessed. Yeah, and, um, or, you know, there's all kinds of little things. And, th and those are God. God, you know, he is looking out for us. But um, but maybe this isn't the, the exact way that God's favor is being shown in, in this passage in this way. God's favor on Mary and Elizabeth was an undeserved, they didn't, it wasn't a favor, it was an extreme blessing, but it was extremely, it comes with extreme responsibility, right? Sometimes God puts his favor on us and he gives us a responsibility that is so overwhelming, and Captain and I can agree right now, you know, God's favor is on Captain and giving her responsibility to collect money to help people in need. It's not always easy, you know. She may go home crying some nights and, you know, wanting to hide under the covers because she's had to deal with so much, you know. But God's favor is on her, and even through her the, the trials and everything that she has to go through, you know, God is still with her, and the, and the blessings that are going to come from from the responsibilities that she takes to take it seriously. You know, and for my own example, the same thing with the angel tree. I'm, I'm blessed and, and God has given me the responsibility to provide children, 7,000 children with toys this Christmas. And, you know, this morning, Captain and I were talking, we were both lying our, you know, when we got here, we were both talking how we lied in our bed this morning, thinking, I don't want to get up. <laughs> But we both had to be here, you know. If one of us hadn't shown up, it that's another great responsibility that the Lord has given us. But um, but God's favor on us is not just a lucky break. You know, it's not just, oh, yeah, you know, um, I got what I wanted for Christmas or, you know, things like that. But it's a, it's a bigger than that that we can fathom. 
And also it is, it is God's grace poured out on us for the sake of others. When God puts his favor on you, it's not always necessary for you and your personal, you, also, you will be blessed, but it's usually so you can be a blessing to others. We put others first and our life will be richly blessed. So let's go back to Mary and Elizabeth. We, we talked a little bit about them. And what do you think they thought? What was going through their mind when this great message came upon them, God's favor was on them, but yet it was still scary times? We're going to look at uh, what Mary's response was in verse 46. Luke chapter 1, verse 46. So this is what Mary's response, she said, my soul looks up the Lord. My spirit celebrates God, my liberator. For though I'm God's humble servant, God has noticed me now and forever. I will be considered blessed by all generations. For the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is God's name. From generation to generation, God's loving kindness endures for those who revere him. God's arm has accomplished mighty deeds. The proud of mind and heart, God has sent away in disarray. The rulers from their high positions of power, God has brought down low. And those who are humble and lowly, God has elevated them with dignity. The hungry, God has filled with food. The rich, God has dismissed with nothing in their hands. To Israel, God's servant, God has given hope. As promised to our ancestors, remembering Abraham and his descendants, and mercy forever. So this is Mary's response to God's favor. It, she was praising God, and she was thanking him, and she was expressing how she was a humble servant. Mary wasn't the queen of Israel or anything like that. Because you would expect, who would have the Messiah? Oh, it should be royalty, right? It should be the richest people, and it should be the ones who are most intelligent, have the most in the world, right? But God... God sees those people may not have the right attitude sometimes. But Mary was humble and lowly, and she served God in that way, and then God poured his favor on her. So, um, is, do you think God poured out his favor so that Mary and Elizabeth would vote? So that maybe so that they would become highly and proud? Of course not. You know, God knew that they would remain humble and that they served him in love. God poured the favor out on them because he was trying to prepare the way for the arrival of the Savior and for redemption of all people. If you notice in the Bible when you're reading through these different stories, God always has a purpose and a plan. He picks certain people for certain things. You know, if he would have picked a different person with a different attitude, it may not have all come out right. But God wants us to prepare our hearts. And he wants us to prepare our minds and be ready and humble. Because, you know, God's going to give us mighty responsibilities for his kingdom. And if we're not prepared and we're not ready, then we may fall apart, you know. But know that God has poured his favor on all of us, even the little children. 
God tells the little children to come come to him when the disciples were trying to push the children away. Oh, you don't need these. We're just going to get in the way. And Jesus said, no, let them come. They need, they need to prepare their hearts, too. You love like the children love, right? And Mary and Elizabeth had the heart of a child, and God gave them favor. So what about us? What about you and me? Does God, do you see God in your life? Do you see the favor that he's poured onto you? Do you see the goodness that God has given you? Or, and, and when you do see the hand of God, are you like Mary? Are you are you praising him and singing his praises and and knowing that God's blessing you? Or do you still have doubt? Are you still insecure? Or do you still have fear that things are not going to work out right? <laughs> we all, we all, all experience this. And as we grow in the, in the grace of the Lord, as we continue to accept his love in our life, as we continue to learn uh, from his word, you know, the, the more we can let go of those fears and doubts. This morning, my, my public relations manager called me, and he texted me, he's like, are you awake? And I'm like, I'm getting ready for church, of course I'm awake, and he's like, he calls me, he's at the office. Wow, that's crazy, because our employees don't work on Sundays, you know? And he's like, I just want to, I just, I know that you need volunteers, what can I do? You know, so I'm getting prepared for church this morning, and, and you know, I've been praying all night, Lord, help us to have enough people, because the, the, the gifts are prepared for all the children, everyone has a wonderful Christmas, you know, and, and I get a surprise call from a hardworking employee who's willing to work on his day off, you know, to help make sure that this happens, you know, and it, it's a blessing. That the, you know, and I was praying the other night. I was praying about there was an issue, another issue. I was just praying about, like, Lord, you know, help us, help us to continue to love one another and work together in love and the spirit of God. We all are getting cranky and tired, you know. It's that time of year, you know. And the Lord gave me a phone call from someone who encouraged me, you know. And it was just wow. Sometimes when we pray, we say we let it go. Sometimes God will immediately answer our prayers, but maybe he'll answer it the next day. Maybe it'll be a couple of days. You know, but we have to, and that's one thing I'm learning, Captain and I here, you know, that despite when things seem to go wrong, she has a wonderful panel coordinator who, who got a great job, and we praise God for that. But she got it, she already started work again at her new job this week, and so Captain, well, Lord, so we're ready now. But we know we know that God's gonna, you know, prepare something for Captain in the cattle program. Yeah, look, we got somebody who just answered prayer. <laughs> we have volunteers. Her mother came. Remember we were praying? Kathy, we were praying for you a lot because we knew that you weren't feeling well. And we knew that Jennifer was waiting for you to get here, waiting for your arrival. And she Put away, and then it got delayed. But we prayed and prayed, and the Lord and the Lord brought her, brought you here, and that and that's a blessing. God poured out His favor, <laughs> even if you're pulling out your hair, <laughs> you have favor on you. <laughs> but you know, we have to keep our spirits high. We have to stay positive, even when something happens that you think that's going to mess up everything. God's still in control, and He's like, wait, just watch. 
this weight, it, I'm, I've got your back. This continue to have a positive spirit and heart, and I'm going to work it out. And he does. And every time, and, and I always have to remind myself, you know, God has always been there for me. No matter what, anything in my life I'm wor are worried about or working on or working through personally or with work, God has poured his favor on me. I have great responsibility, but yet I do have a great Savior. I have a God who's bigger than all of this responsibility. It's just a small thing in, a, in this huge galaxy. I love looking at pictures of the cosmos, you know, and, and then, you know, and it shows this is our galaxy, and here's the whole cosmos, you know, and God has favor on me out of all of this, and God's got my back out of all of this whole creation. But he does for you too, for each and every one of you. We are all God's creation, and he has favor on all of us. And so what I want you to think about this morning is as we, we're thinking about preparing the way for the Messiah and the Savior coming, I want you to think about what is it in your life that God's preparing you for? What is God preparing you for? You're going through things now, the experiences that you have, what and how are you going to react to that? Are you going to be upset and mad and throw a fit? Or are you going to say, you know what, Lord, use me? And I pray that, and I give, I give it to you, I give you my problems, and I, I know that you're going to take care of it, right? And every day we say this, and we begin to believe it more and more. We see, we see it more and more. Sometimes if you don't believe it, you know, you are going to see it. Because you don't want to, you're refusing to in your own mind to see what God has put right in front of you, right? But it's so true. And I want you, you know, to seize every moment of every day and reflect on, on God's blessings in your life. God has blessed you. Even if you have to look deep down inside, you know, look around and open your heart and your mind to see the great things that God has for you. And also, share that with others. Be a blessing to others, and your life will be blessed immensely. There's a scripture that says, don't think of others, as, don't think of yourself as better than others, but think of others as better than you. And then you will have a heart to help other people. Look at, look at your situation from a different perspective, and if you think I have nothing to give, you have love to give. You have a smile to give. Everyone has a smile. Right? Let me see. Everybody has a smile. Who's sleeping, right? Everyone has something to give, and that God has given you inside your soul. Share that with others. And that's my, my challenge to you this morning. God's favor and grace is upon you. It is. It's always, God's always with you. And this morning, we're going to close. I'm going to have Catherine come, and she's going to give an altar call this morning. So if you need prayer this morning, Let's begin during Lord's moment of prayer. I want you to think about how God has shown you favor.
where in your lives can you see the presence of his favor the strongest? And then think about how you respond to it. What do you do with his favor? With his gifts that he gets to you? His favor is indeed a gift. It's not something that you get as a reward for living right. His favor, his mercy, like we talked about earlier at Sunday School, is something that we are freely given. So think about a time God has shown you his favor. The time that you may have been aware of it the most. Because the truth of the matter is, is every day, every morning, we woke up and we drew breath. God showed us favor. We got up today, we put on clothes. God showed us favors. We put on our shoes. God showed us favor. If you joined us for Sunday school breakfast, and you were able to eat the sausage, the biscuits, the eggs, God was showing you favor. As we sang the songs this morning, God was showing favor. As we listened to the message, as we heard the scripture, God was showing favor to us. There are countries out there who don't even have the freedom to worship together as we are doing right now. There are places where you can't take this book, the Bible, being caught with it is a death sentence. The fact that we can do that, that we can go to the store and buy it, they sell it at Walmart. God showing favor to us here. And so think about how God has shown you favor. Pick at least one time. And I want you to think about how you reacted to it, how you responded to it. Did your response glorify the Lord? Remember our scripture reading when we lit our candle and talked about the shepherds? We talked about how the shepherds were unreliable witnesses. There were no accounts. People didn't necessarily believe what they would say. They were on the bottom rungs of society. And yet, that is who God picked to be the first to share the story of the Messiah being born. That's who the angels appeared to, to announce the birth. And that's who's given the task to share the story first. The shepherds were the one who ran out and told everybody, listen to what just went down in this little town of Bethlehem. God showed the shepherds' favor. 
by giving that special task. And so no matter who we are, what we've done, where we've been, God shows us favor. It's up to us on how we respond, how we react. So we're going to take some time in prayer. I want you to be thinking about how God has shown you favor, but I want you to be even challenging yourself about how you've been responding to it. Lieutenant was talking about how we've been given favor with all the responsibility we've been given. And sometimes when we have a lot of responsibility, we may not appreciate it for the gift it is. We may not necessarily see the favor God showed us, but instead we see the work that goes behind it. We see the stress and the pressure, and we lose sight of the fact that we have indeed been given a marvelous task of caring for God's children and helping God's children, and to even help pass on God showing favor to his people. And so, identify the time that God has shown you favor. Now I want you to look at it and analyze. Think about yourself critically. How did you respond? Because if you didn't respond like the shepherd who went out glorifying God and sharing the news when they were shown favor, when Gabriel appeared to Mary last year, we, we talked about the fact that she says, I am your servant. May it be done as you have said. I want us to think about how we respond to that favor there. And sometimes responsibility is God showing us favor because we are being entrusted with something. And yet too many times we see the weight behind it and not the glory associated with it. We don't have to carry any of these burdens ourselves that come with the favor of God when he shows it to us because he also says that he is our source of strength and that he will carry our burden. So you don't need to worry about the weight behind it. We don't need to worry about it bogging us down and dragging us down and getting run down under everything that goes with the favor God shows. Do you think Mary spent her whole pregnancy worried about the fact that she was an unwed mother? Or did she revel in the fact that she had been favored to be the mother of the Messiah? The very end, when we were reading the scripture earlier about the shepherds, it said that Mary pondered all these things in her heart. She didn't dwell on the responsibilities and weight associated with the favor God was showing her, but rejoiced in what he was giving her. May we be willing to rejoice. And so if there's a favor that God is bestowing upon you, and all you've been seeing lately is the weight behind it, the pressure, the stress, I want you to first thank God that he has shown you favor 
And then I want you to surrender the stress, to surrender the pressure, to let go of the weight and give it to the Lord, because He is willing and able to carry whatever burdens we have. We can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. If we are lacking in strength, it is because we are failing to claim it. So we're going to take some time in prayer, and as we pray, there'll be altars available. Just think about it. Where God is showing you favor and how you've been responding. Are your responses glorifying God? Are you telling others of God's favor? His favor for you and his favor for them. Because in sharing the gospel, you're even sharing God's favor with somebody. So as the music plays, take this time in prayer.
and most graciously Heavenly Father, we just humbly approach your throne this day. Lord, Lord, we come before you and we thank you for the favor that you have shown us, for the gifts that you have given us, for your mercy, for your forgiveness, for your love. And Lord, we come before you and we take this time to thank you. We thank you for Jesus, for the Messiah who came to us, Lord. We thank you. So we come together to celebrate the coming of Christ, Messiah, and to look forward to anticipation of his return. And Heavenly Father, we thank you for the favor that you've given us. And we ask that you help keep us strong. That you give us courage, Lord, and strength and power. So that we may bring glory to you. And that the favor that is shown upon us. be used to magnify your name and to glorify your name. And Heavenly Father, we thank you for everything that you've done. Be with us now, Lord. Watch over us. Give us your strength and give us your peace, Lord. Help us to walk in your ways and to live according to your will. We ask these things. In the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.